Hi, and welcome to Sis, How Is Your Heart? I'm your host, Tanya Iris. Hey, did you know that people who choose to trust tend to be happier, better liked by others, and more ethical than less trusting people? (laughs) Who knew? Well, in this week's episode, we're going to address trust issues. (laughs) Yes, trust issues. We're going to discuss what trust issues are, what are some signs that we may have them, and most importantly, how do we get rid of them? So sit back, relax, grab a pen and a pad so we can discuss trust issues. So what are trust issues? Let's start with trust. Trust is when we can, you know, rely and and place our confidence in something or someone and we believe and expect in them confidently. You know, we can we can rely on them and we know for sure we can rely on that person. They've showed themselves to be tried and true. We don't necessarily have to question their motives because again, we trust them. So, what are trust issues? Well, trust issues is when we find it extremely difficult to trust others. I'm not talking about just your regular tra- question mark when it comes to meeting new people, mainly because you have a right not to trust them out the gate. That's a healthy concern when meeting new people. So what are signs of trust issues? Well, for starters, you focus on the negative or uh, you may assume the worst or anticipate betrayal. You may be suspicious of family members or friends. You don't believe what people tell you. You assume that they're going to be dishonest. You avoid intimacy. You avoid commitment. Uh, you tend to be a loner. You may distance yourself from people. Um, you, If you're in a relationship, you may spy on your partner, check their phones, check their DMs. You know, when people who have trust issues, they're always looking for evidence to prove whether or not someone is being honest with them or not. And uh, since you don't believe them, you want to seek out evidence to either set your mind at ease or prove that you were right. And um, you may be overly protective. Um overly protective of your your loved ones, not just, you know, regular sense of being protective. You want to protect your family members. You want to protect your children, your spouse or whomever. However, when you are overly protective, that's on a whole nother level um, where, where you just can't trust them with anybody 24 seven. That's not good. Um, you have a hard time opening up. You know, if you believe that someone is out to hurt you, it makes sense for you not to share, you know, your deepest concerns or hide your emotions from people, but you have a difficult time opening up. And number eight, you find yourself in a relationship with untrustworthy people. The irony of it all. It's almost like your subconscious mind will seek out those situations that you don't want to happen. It's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You, when it comes to those who um, have trust issues, uh, you end up in a relationship with an untrustworthy person. (laughs) That's crazy that that would happen. So those are some signs of of trust issues. So why do we have trust issues? Let's let's start with that before we give we go into how to overcome them. Let's start with why do we have trust issues? Well, many of our issues, (laughs) many of our issues start at childhood from childhood trauma. You know, who knew? Childhood trauma. I'm, I'm I'm giggling, but this is serious. Um, anytime our sense of safety or security is threatened, it can cause trust issues. 
And for many of us that that may have happened initially in childhood, you know, abuse or abandonment by one or more caregivers, you know, a parent divorce, um, your parents divorcing, all of those are considered childhood traumas and they affect us. Um, may some, some think, you know, oh, that doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what you think. <laughs> Well, uh, childhood traumas, when those things happen to us and we feel abandoned, it rocks our security. Uh, you have, if you're in a, uh, if your parents are, have divorced or separated, um, your security and what you knew, your safe environment, your home is no longer the same. So that rocks that, that rocks that foundation and causes insecurity in those areas. And, um, we'll, tend to um, show themselves true in your um, and that person developing trust issues are you know, a partner within a marriage or a relationship has committed infidelity, you know, um, or betrayed you, um, not just in uh, your relationship with your spouse, but relationships, friendships, where somebody has betrayed you um, consistently, um, that will cause trust issues where are situations where you've been uh, manipulated or mistreated, you know, dishonesty or keeping you um, isolated, you know, from loved ones or family members or friends, like those things cause trust issues or even um, other forms of trauma that we may have received uh, where a doctor misdiagnosed you um, or firsthand or secondhand where, you know, a family member or a friend who's been misdiagnosed and um, that's, rather traumatic in what they had to experience it. I mean, what they had to experience. And, you know, you may not trust doctors from there on because of that, you know, and and just being betrayed multiple times, you can develop trust issues. And that's, um, and it's normal, you know, it's normal to develop trust issues. But what's also normal, and more importantly, is, is overcoming them, you know, not allowing them to steer our lives. Um, when, when they develop out of situations and circumstances where we don't have control over, you know, we can, uh, we can gain control. (laughs) We can gain and take that control back so that we don't have to walk and live a life where we have trust issues. Cause that's not something that anybody should be proud of. I, for myself, you know, I have dealt with trust issues. I had, uh, abandonment issues. I'll share with you. Uh, my, my situation and my dad and my mom separated when I was very young. And, um, you know, I dealt with now I came to, I've come to understand that it was, uh, abandonment issues. So, um, trusting people was not necessarily something that I, uh, found easily to do in relationships, not to say that, um, how do I put this? I did not like to be in long-term relationships. I had commitment issues. I'll be honest. I had commitment issues. I didn't necessarily like to commit to people because to me, it always seemed to end in a bad way. And I did not want to be on the end of that. So I'd find my exit and use things like, oh, it was not you, it's me, (laughs) or or find ways to self-sabotage so that I can get out of the relationships or not have to go in so deep or allow myself to be vulnerable. And um, coming to understand that uh, my childhood trauma uh, helped, um, helped with that, helped to contribute to that, um, that area of my life where, you know, 
that by the grace of God, I'm healed and I'm in a different place now. And I don't necessarily have, I'm not gonna say I don't necessarily, I don't have trust issues. I'll just say that I do not have trust issues. Um, so that's my story. I'm pretty sure many of us have our own stories and can relate and, um, on some degree. So, but more than anything, so how do we overcome them? How do we get on the other side of this where again, trust issues aren't steering our lives. We're not allowing this to, um, drive us down unhappiness, the road of unhappiness or living in a life where we can, where we are consistently suspicious of everybody and um, can't allow ourselves to be vulnerable and just happy and trust. So we're going to move in the grooves of eight. I like the number eight, which signifies new beginning, because this is going to be a new beginning for you. Um, We're going to overcome those trust issues and we're going to keep it pushing. So first, let's start with number one. Um, (laughs) You're going to have to understand how trust works. Yes, learn how trust works. Some people trust until they have a reason not to, while others don't trust people until that trust is earned. It's all up to you. If it's uh, when and how you choose to trust someone, it's all up to you. It's perfectly okay to wait for someone to earn your trust before deciding you can rely on them, especially if you're recovering from a past betrayal. Don't jump into trusting people before you know them. And many people with trust issues tend to trust too quickly and it keeps you stuck in a pattern. That's not what you want. So take your time to accept the risk that comes with learning to trust again. None of us are perfect, (laughs) perfect. (laughs) None of us are perfect. We let people down. Therefore, we must accept the risk that comes with trusting. The reality, the reality is, is that you're going to be let down at some point or another. But don't, but that does not mean that your relationship with that person is or should be over. It's all about setting and communicating the right expectations as well as boundaries. So you've let people down. Uh, we've all let somebody down at some time or some point in our in our lives, and they've decided to trust us again. Let us lend that same grace to someone else, um, uh, and take your time, you know, and figure out communicate those boundaries and your expectations in all of your relationships. I'm talking about friendships, your, your, your girlfriend, Hey girl, all of that. You want to be able to communicate, um, your concerns and your boundaries, uh, and your expectations with that, with that friendship. All right. So you want to be number three, you want to be mindful. You want to be mindful of your relationships. Each one of your interaction works works to build trust. I'll say that again. Each one of your interactions with that individual works to build trust. So start tuning into those interactions and consider why, why that person might deserve your trust. All right. That includes your doctor, um, co-workers, your boss, um, your, your new friend, all of those, you consider why why they might deserve your trust because you don't have to go trusting them. I, I've second guessed, um, especially those who dealt with um, 
misdiagnosis or, or secondhand trauma with misdiagnosis of parents and friends from doctors, you know, why do they deserve your trust out the gate? Yes, it we want to um, believe that they are they have our best intentions at heart. Um, but some may not. So getting a second opinion is perfectly fine when it comes to doctors. Um, getting and trusting, um, and trusting your gut when it comes to doctors and coworkers and new people, you know, um, so take that into consideration and be mindful. If, if they're doing repeative actions that would make you not want to trust them, then it's okay. You know, take note of that. All right. So communicate honestly and openly. That's number four. You want to communicate honestly and openly. And I hope you guys are writing this down because <laughs> um, poor communication is one of the main reasons that marriages and other relationships end. You know, they just corrode away because of poor communication. You know, you want to do your part and continue to be honest with people in your life. That's what you want to do. Talk to them about your hesitancy, your reluctancy to trust and be careful not to assume or blame. That's not what we want to do, you know, and make sure instead of blaming and pointing out certain things, communicate clearly how you feel and what you need. In your relationships, I am a married woman now of 10 years and communication has been key, key, like the golden key to unlock, you know, um, uh, great times in our marriage when we are both communicating and openly um, clarifying what we need and our expectations and not just, you know, hoping somebody figure it out. No, you want to communicate when it, you know, if, if one or the other is coming home late, you know, because we do have lives outside of our marriage. <laughs> um, we will, you know, and, and you want you're concerned about their whereabouts. You want to communicate and say, you know, well, you know, I felt worried and insecure. Maybe next time you're out late, give me a call or text me next time. Um, because, you know, your mind can go on a roller coaster uh, of, of craziness that, and scenarios that ain't even happening. <laughs> but if you, you know, you have trust issues, uh, it'll take you there. But if you don't, then you're not necessarily concerned, but you want to be able to communicate that way. You don't have to feel like you have trust issues are overwhelmed in those times, you know, don't and don't go into snooping. We we, we talked about earlier um, uh, signs of trust issue, one of them being checking DMs and checking cell phones. No, boo boo. That's not what you want to do. <laughs> you want to avoid the temptation to snoop. That ain't for you, boo boo. Snooping or spying can easily become obsessive behavior and uh, that will only make your trust issues worse. So if he ain't there, don't go snooping in DMs and using passwords. That's not for you. Don't do it. Don't you do it to yourself. It ain't going to help you. You're trying to overcome trust issues, <laughs> not just uh, um, support it and encourage it. That's not what we want to do. All right. And five, five, we're on number five. Now get to the root of your trust issues. Remember, trust issues often stem from past betrayal. Um, if you if you aren't sure why you have trust issues, do some soul searching. You know, think about past experiences that may have caused you caused your trust issues. Um, it, it's very important that we understand why, you know, we're scared and what you're scared of so you can move on, you know, finding the root of that thing and uproot it, you know, and if you need help doing this and you can't find the root of it, 
it's okay to speak with a counselor, a therapist, you know, um, I encourage, you know, journaling. So, um, and self, some self-reflecting, you know, spend some time journaling, talking to a friend, you know, a trustworthy friend about, you know, this pattern in your life and, 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 uh, uh, and what what is within your power to change? You want to be able to talk to people, um, do some journaling, some self-respect, um, some self-reflecting and speak with a counselor or a therapist. If it's something that you still feel like you're struggling with. All right. Get yourself some help. Find out the root of that issue so you can uproot it, uproot it. All right. And number six, allow yourself time. If your trust has been broken It's going to take some time without further betrayal for the person to earn it back. All right. Or allow yourself some time. You don't have to go back into trusting that individual or jumping into trust right away. It's okay to allow them to earn your trust back. All right. Take your time. Allow yourself some time. Okay. And number seven, take emotional risks. Allow yourself to practice trusting in small, safe ways. All right. Take someone at their word. Give them the benefit of a doubt. Give them the benefit of the doubt and allow yourself to be vulnerable and choose to trust, whether it's at the beginning of a relationship or after they've earned your trust. Take that emotional risk. It's going to be worth it. Allow yourself to practice in safe, small ways. If you don't feel like you want to jump off the porch right away, take small steps, take baby steps, you know, and take someone at their word, you know, give them the benefit of doubt. Don't automatically assume the worst. Even if it it's looking a little uh, wonky, you want to get some clarification and, um, and just take baby steps, allow yourself to be vulnerable and choose, choose to trust. And number eight, try and trust again. Let me say that again. (laughs) Try and trust again. If you fail and resort back to distrusting tendencies, it's okay. Try again. Trust again and keep putting yourself out there. Everyone is not going to be every single, uh, every single one of your turns at bat to trust. It's not going to be a a blown out of the park, uh, a, 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 a home run, <laughs> a home run situation. But the fact that you're giving yourself an opportunity to trust again, it, it's going to be so worth it. All right. So worth it. So I'll just go over those number in those eight, <laughs> those eight ways to overcoming trust issues. We'll start from the top, <laughs> learn how trust works Accept the risk that comes with learning to trust again. Be mindful of your relationships. Communicate honestly and often. Get to the root of your trust issues. Allow yourself time. Take emotional risk and trust and try and trust again. All right. So you can do this. You can do this. You can overcome your trust issues. You can totally overcome your trust issues. And since this episode is on trust and I am a believer, it only seems fitting that I share Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 with you, which simply says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure everything out on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He is the one who will keep you on track. 
So that's it for this week's episode of Sis, How Is Your Heart? I'm hoping that it feels lighter, you're feeling motivated and encouraged and know that you can overcome trust issues. And if you don't have them or know someone who does, feel free to share this podcast with them so that they can overcome their trust issues. All right. So that's my time. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And you have a great week. All right. Cheers. Cheers.